What's up everyone and welcome to episode 41 of the Justin Insight podcast. We missed a week last week as I was super busy but hey we're back. Uh, for those who do not know my name is Tim Birkbeck, this is my podcast. I am a writer, I am a lover of films, music and wrestling but most importantly I am your body and vehicle through this podcast. Um, so as I said a moment ago been pretty mental couple of weeks since the Dalek episode which Thank you everyone who checked that out and all the feedback that I got from that was really cool. Um, probably like a bit different from from our normal episodes, but they Will Brooks is an awesome guy and yeah, I said a lot of cool stories to to tell. Um, but yeah, so I was meant to do uh, one of our wrestling roundtable episodes last week for TLC, but if I'm completely honest, I haven't watched much wrestling since Hell in a Cell. Um, my brain's been a little bit preoccupied um had a lot of shit happening surrounding the music scene that i'm heavily involved in um i'm not going to go into too much details because many people who probably listen to this podcast know me personally know exactly what i'm talking about um and i don't feel like it's my place to kind of say anything about all the shit that kind of came out um but yeah as well as kind of all that there's been other sort of stuff sort of surrounding uh sexual assaults has kind of come out not just close to home but like worldwide obviously everyone's kind of seen the the me too hashtag but i think it's just shown a massive emphasis on sort of what scum men can be unfortunately um like some of the stuff I've been reading and some of the stuff that my friends have been posting has just been quite quite eye-opening, I think, to an extent. I think some people might kind of come back at me and say I'm a bit naive for saying that, but it's just it's just the way that I, I reacted to it. But also, more recently, someone that um, works in the industry that I work in uh, and I actually met and kind of had a bit of a dickish encounter with and kind of all makes it a bit more sense now because he turned out to be a bit of a, a prick for according to what I've I've been read but yeah um but yeah I just wanted to say that I think I'm glad to see that these people are starting to to kind of get called out uh get their names dragged through the dirt so to say so uh yeah what like th- that kind of like threw threw my brain off a little bit so I didn't want to kind of do a half-assed sort of episode for for that week doing TLC when when my heart wasn't really in it. But back on track now. So uh, been to a number of shows over the last week, which has really kind of got me back into the groove. Uh, when I saw this week's guests, Big Brave, who were absolutely mind blowing. Um, obviously, we'll go into more detail of the stuff that they're doing in in this episode, but. If you haven't checked out their new record, Ardor, I highly recommend it. It's only three tracks, but it's uh, like each track is nearly like fifteen minutes long. So yeah, it's pretty pretty cool, pretty heavy stuff. Um, then I went and saw Diet Sig, who were just so much fun. Uh, Alex, their guitarist vocalist, is just the best at doing kicks. She's incredible. Um, but they, yeah, they were loads of fun. And then on Saturday, just gone, got to see loads of friends at the Svalbard Tidal Sleep Maths show. Uh, it was awesome seeing Maths again. I think it's awesome that they're a band that, even after a period of time without playing shows, I think 
I could be completely wrong, but I think they said it was two years since their last show. Which I'm trying to think because I put them on. I think in their last run of shows, and I can't. That must have been over two years ago because I haven't done shows for a year now. I think no, over a year. Fuck. Um, but yeah, so it's really cool that they can kind of come back and just pick up where where they left off. Um, and as standard, Svalbard just absolutely ripped. They were they're my. I, I know they're my, like some of my best friends, but they're also my favorite UK band. They're just so good. Um, but one of the funniest things I've seen at a show in a while happened. Um, so my good friend Maz, who many of you may know uh, from the rep- wrestling episodes of this show, uh, he was stood behind me during Svalbard's set, and he kind of came up behind me, uh, sort of pushed me to one side, and went to run and do a stage dive. Uh, as soon as he jumped up on the stage, immediately slipped, fell, fell flat on his ass, nearly took out Serena as well uh, from Svalbard, which... Could have been a bit awkward. But yeah, dusted himself off. Went to do the stage dive. Nobody caught him. It was oh, it was so bad. It was just, I couldn't stop laughing. So, Maz, if you're listening, I'm really sorry, but hashtag catch Maz. Um, anyway, that's enough of me rambling on. Uh, let's get into Big Brave. Um, I was joined by the two guitarists of the band, Robin and Matthew, as they were having their dinner before the show in Brighton. Um, it was a really good chat. We got into kind of the authenticity of the band uh what the canadian scenes like and how their record label southern lord just kind of allow them to breathe and that's kind of allowed their music to expand and be a bit more experimental um they're a band that i was kind of aware of uh off the back of their last album had listened to a bit sporadically but ardor really pulled me in and they're they're just awesome if you get a chance to see them next time they're over here in the UK or if you're an international listener and they're anywhere playing near you then I really recommend going to check them out but yeah please sit back enjoy the chat that I have with Robin and Mathieu uh, and I'll see you on the other side joining us with maybe not but uh, sat in Sticky Mike's first day of European tour uh, what, what are you guys looking forward to most about, about being over in the UK and the mainland this time around uh, the food yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> any, any particular variety all of them <laughs> see I find it's like bands that come from like the States and Canada or because I interviewed a band called Prawn recently okay. and they were like roast dinners so. Oh, the roasters. <laughs> oh my gosh, because my my uh, my step grandmother was from is from England, okay. like generations ago. Right, so it okay. was like those traditional sort of English dinners with roasts and Yorkshire puddings yeah, and yeah. gravy. It's just I just it's there's nothing like it. Like there's nothing <laughs> like it. I'm drooling thinking about it right now, especially the Yorkshire puddings. But yeah, no, everything, anything, and everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. Matthew, anything you're particularly looking forward to? I'm looking forward to playing music. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the nice balance. Well, so. I am yeah. too. Yeah. That's, that's a 
given, but like... Well, we're going on this tour to a lot of places we've never been. So. Right, okay. So is there anywhere that you're hitting that, you're, that you've never been that you're looking forward to? Uh, we've never played in France. I've been to France, but even the places we've played, it's just... It's, it's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. We're not bored of touring. No, no. We haven't done it enough, so we're... I think, well, I've only been on tours for the last sort of year and a half, and I'm still not bored of it, yeah. so... Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. We, lo- we love traveling so much. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think we could afford to travel with the, the lives we live, so this right. is kind of like our, our, our way to, to do it yeah, and, yeah, of course. and work, play at the same time, yeah. so... Well, as I mentioned before we started, the show's called Just an Insight, so I'd like to kind of start at the beginning and kind of go to where we are now. So if you guys can give me an insight as to how Big Brave started in its inception and, and sort of where we are today. Um, I guess it started when um, Metsuya and I were roommates, Matt and I were roommates, and um, he had been playing music for a long time and I wanted to play music. I had just started playing the guitar and singing and uh, he was just, uh, he was like, yeah, play with me. And we just sort of like jammed in our living room. And uh, Yeah, we did that for a while. Louis moved back to Montreal and started playing with us, but we were very, it was very quiet. There was acoustic instruments and uh, I guess, I, I broke Robin's acoustic guitar yeah, <laughs> or my guitar that I was lending yeah, and, and it was actually an accident but from there like oh I had all these amps that yeah. I always wanted to play in loud bands again but it was nice to to take a break but then we started bring the, the amps out Robin board an electric guitar and from there it just like it very gradually changed into yeah. what it is now I mean what we're doing now is music I've always loved but and in the back of my mind wanted to do it, but the way it happened was very... Organic. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. We didn't set out to do this. We no. just set out to and play. And you see, if you, like, listen to our records, the EP to the second one to the third, then to the fourth, it just, like, kept ditching those yeah. ideas that didn't work and we're like, oh, let's keep playing with gnarlier feedback and <laughs> yeah. let's slow the drums down and it just, like... So, and I think it'll keep evolving. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of Matsur's sort of. Um, it also stemmed from Matsur's. Uh, how do you say? Just love and appreciation for um, art that might provoke right. the audience that need to sort of be engaged with, not necessarily a musical piece, but any kind of artistic piece. Right, and that's okay. sort of like how that. I would say that that's sort of the foundation of how we start, uh, branched out yeah. and developed and are still developing our... Yeah, use stuff. like hand tools, but try to tweak it a bit, make yeah. it yeah, yeah. more of a, an art project. And we're not, we don't sound that, we're not that out there, but it's just, <laughs> yeah. but it's just kind of thinking of that and how do you make a band into something a bit more unique, which I don't... I'm not implying that we're totally unique, but instead of just being another band, you yeah. know, there's so many bands, who cares? <laughs> there's so many bands, but it's, it's not about, like, who cares, it's just that there are so many that there are too many, and how can one almost well, it's see just, or yeah. hear them all? It's, it's, it's like a, it dilutes yeah. the... It's a bit of an oversaturation. Yes, yeah, exactly, it's a, it's a yeah. Like, I guess with tools like Spotify and everything. You can listen to anything and everything anything nowadays. Anything and everything. Right? And you don't need to purchase it either. <laughs> and I mean, like, the main reason to be, like, creating stuff is to do something that might be a bit different or else, like... Yeah. Or inspiring. Yeah. Or... 
well, maybe for some people it's fine just to to play Neil Young covers, or, yeah, <laughs> which is great. That's it. Totally yeah. Legit. So I just yeah. yeah. I don't. This is what spoke to us, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Without yeah, I don't want to bash what anyone else does. It's, you it's do what, what feels do. right to right. yourself. So. And this feels right to us. Because yeah. well, something I wanted to touch on is obviously the the sound that you guys have, as, as you said, Matthew. Obviously, it's ever evolving. But was it ever was it a point of when you started that you wanted to kind of have that sort of minimalist loud sound or is it just as you said you started with kind of acoustic stuff so has it just been this is one sound and then you've kind of progressed and it's just got louder and slower naturally well we were always kind of slow even when we played the kind of the minimal folk stuff but i think starting off playing quiet music and then when we finally plugged into amps we we realized the effect that amplitude had yeah. so from quiet to loud yeah instead of just like always having the amps and always playing a 10 from the beginning of the set till the end and now we're like I think that helped us realize that that's just an, another tool and the dynamics yeah, yeah but, can be used as a tool in a way and, but the minimal aspect of it I think uh, as it got louder we kind of got more and more into letting things ring out because yeah. Yeah. if your amp is louder you can play one note and that note will will ring yeah, out yeah, for yeah. For thirty seconds, so and intricacies yeah. within that one note yeah. that you won't necessarily get to appreciate if you're, you know, banging away. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah, if you buried in the ground, with yeah, another one, the, yeah, milliseconds later. So, yeah, there's like a beauty yeah. to. We might have done that when we were minimal band, but uh, like a more acoustic band, but you can't strum an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It could ring in your head, but it's only once you have some some good amps kind of yeah. maxed out, then you get that amazing warm feedback and all, all well, that yeah. kind of stuff. I think you touched on it there, Robin. It's like because the way I kind of view your music is like it's beauty and brutal. That's kind of like the way that I've described it to friends. It's a it's got that sort of punch that you want from heavy music, but sort of the slow methodical pace and your vocals kind of bring a, a sort of beauty element to it. So it's that I think nowadays there's a lot more sort of music that has those two sort of almost juxtaposing things but mash them together. So is that a conscious thing that you wanted to bring specifically with your voice that it was something that wasn't necessarily a heavy element, but it added to the drone and the feedback and so on and so forth. The, I mean, for the vocal element, I think it just, it was like, uh, again, one of those organic sort of happy accidents yeah. in a way, where it was like, my voice is my voice. I've like, I and especially since I have only really been playing music seriously in like my mid-twenties and learning how to use my voice since and continually sort of learning how to use yeah. it. It's just whatever whatever comes out will come out and then within experimenting with the actual like uh, instruments, guitar and axe and pedals that we use, um, I also get to experiment with my voice and what I can do. But it, I don't think it was a, it wasn't a conscious sort of decision. Yeah. Um, sort of that uh, to pair it in a contrasting yeah, way yeah, with, with the music yeah yeah you weren't about to start growling growling Ooh. yeah <laughs> I also can't well that's it I mean yeah so the whole band is built around kind of necessity and 
what we kind of convenient. Yeah. Yeah, what's at hand? Yeah. Basically, that's, so Robin's yeah. always been the singer, and but your voice has evolved quite, oh, a lot. quite yeah, beautifully yeah, yeah. with the music we're doing. So I think. Yeah. Oh, you're very welcome. Oh. <laughs> so. Um, and something else we talked about before we started recording was your drives in Canada. Yeah. Obviously, I've never been to Canada, so I'd love to go. Yeah. But what's the Canadian scene like? Because I think, for, obviously, from my experience here in the UK, I think the type of music that you guys play has come to fruition, especially in the last year. So we've had bands like Esben and the Witch, yourselves getting a bit more sort of publicity, Oathbreaker changing their sound slightly to kind of fit that mould. Even to an extent, Death Heaven are a band that are grabbing massive attention over here. So, what was it like starting out in in Canada, breaking into the scene there, and and how? how you, I don't want to say you're a big band in Canada, but do you have a reputation there at all? Uh, I don't know about all of Canada, but I know in Montreal. Well, we just had our album launch for yes, Ardor in yeah. Montreal, and there were people there that we didn't know. So we okay. do have like some following, yeah, which is yeah. really nice. But when we first started out, it, people did not know how to um, how to absorb it. It, right, it, it yeah. was really it made people very uncomfortable, and they were like, "Oh, this is interesting. There's something there that I don't quite get." And it was only with like in listening to the recordings actually did people sort of start to understand. Um, uh, no, sorry, scratch that. In listening to the recordings repeatedly, yeah. did people start to gain an appreciation? Right, yeah. Um, and then the live performance, which we're still um, experimenting with and uh, fine-tuning, uh, it adds another element to our sound as a whole, because we, we also can't... The, the recordings don't really translate what we do live. Yeah. Um, but, um... Let's say, like, back to the... Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Hope it tastes first meal. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, There's some more fun. garlic bread as well, but it's still cooking.
know, but the scene was. Um, but you were talking about Canada also. Canada's too big. It's just yeah. Like, yeah. There's it's like from Montreal to, to Toronto, and then a few places between. But then anything else is just. It might as well be another country. Right. Okay. It's the size of like. 50 European countries. It doesn't yeah, <laughs> I guess, well, as I say, I've never been, so yeah. I can't appreciate yeah, that yeah. sort of scale. And so, there's something else that you've got, again, you've kind of touched on, it's kind of the, the live element to the recording element. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, for me, the music that you guys play, obviously, recording, you've kind of got layers and so on and so forth, and obviously you can do that like with pedals and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But because of the pure length of your materials, do you kind of mix it up live so you like I don't know make, let things ring out a little longer maybe a little bit shorter because of time constraints yes. and, and how do you kind of judge like obviously I'm, I'm being a bit presumptuous but on this tour you, I'm going to guess you're playing a lot of stuff with the new record but how do you kind of mix in with the longer songs of the older stuff how, how do you find that balance um, that was actually just through practicing leading up to the tour like um, just practicing our song sort of troubleshooting the set what really thinking about it within our own heads, not even talking to each other. Yeah. Um, question, how do we play the, the new stuff? And well, she, just kind of stuff. a how, yeah, how do you kind of di- differentiate from, from what you do when you're recording to what you're doing live? It does definitely depend on uh, time. We, 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 we predetermine, so if we have 45 minutes, then yeah. we'll play these songs. If we have an hour, then we'll play these songs in this right, sequence. Right, I'm with you, yeah. yeah. And it's the same with the recording. It's There, there, yeah. there are limitations to the, to the record, to the LP format. Yeah. So when we're putting everything together, we're like, oh shit, we're over 50 minutes. <laughs> that doesn't fit on a single record, because yeah, we want to yeah. do a single LP. So, so that was a constraint. So that's why live certain parts we actually do them like we would have wanted to do them right, live. Right. Okay. Like, so. Which lends to, sorry, which lends to the um, live experience because it's certain things are more drawn out. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I've always appreciated artists that would do something a little different in their right, live yeah. show, just because that's also part of the experience as not just the listener but as the musician um, putting this out right like I think time's our biggest enemy actually (laughs) because if we had more time we'd play longer like if a record was longer we would record more music yeah Yeah. or we could have put out a a double record but it's just like because when you make things that much longer yeah it's, you need a bit more time to translate these ideas and you can't just play like five songs like that and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not like you can just blast through it and then yeah. just thing. no and considering that our songs are so long too it's it's more of a it's kind of like it's like fitting puzzle odd puzzle pieces right, together yeah. right it makes more sense as a whole yeah, yeah. than it does individually yeah well, something that you you brought up there, Matthew, so, so I wanted to obviously the, the length of your songs, and you said that kind of constraints recording that if, if you wanted more, it would have meant you had to go onto a second LP. So, is it a case of say, for instance, you've got a whole song and it's, it is that little bit too long? Do you have do you cut back, or do you have a, a whole song and then that's it, done and dusted? Or is it a case of editing no, as you go along? It's quite easy to cut back because yeah. there's a lot of kind of. There, there are set structures, but within that, there's parts that are 
they're improvised and it's very easy to play with the duration yeah. of them. So either for the recording, do that a bit shorter and then live we can play that part longer. And we definitely edit as we go along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, like we were playing these songs on our last tour here, but they're totally different. But right, it's still, okay. basically, it's still the same song. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so when we play songs from our past record today, they're also quite different. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's nice to keep things I guess it keeps evolving. It and it keeps it kind of fresh for you guys. Well, yeah, I oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to play the same song for like 30 <laughs> yeah. years. To be one of those bands, I'm like, I'd rather be in prison. <laughs> That's like your, your musical jail. Aww. You're just doing that tune over and over and over. I guess so. I guess it depends what your goal is as yeah. a musician, yeah. too, though. Um, obviously, I've touched on it briefly, but you've had our dealer out now for a couple of weeks. When was it officially out? Uh, uh, September 15th. Yeah. So okay, so just over, over just over a month. Yeah. Um, but for, for me, because I, I was aware of your, your work prior, but I think a lot of people just kind of brought more eyes to you. So have you, have you found that this record has kind of brought a new audience to, to your music? I think that the momentum of the last record has yeah. brought definitely more, more of an audience to this record. Yeah. Um, I think also this record is definitely a step um, forward from our last. Uh, that's sort of one of our goals as well is to not you know do the same thing over and over again but like push our sort of concepts and explore yeah i think it's a bit less abstract as well this one yeah, to me i don't know there's less loosey goosey parts in <laughs> so i think maybe that's easier to get into for some people or i don't know i think also to be fair um our our signing with Southern Lore yeah. has really pushed us yeah. just on the radar. Even. Right, yeah, with you. Um, we were, yeah, definitely. Oh, without that, we'd, no, we'd, we'd still be like, <laughs> playing like any shitty show in yeah. Montreal. Yeah. It like changed their lives. Yeah. So. It really did, yeah. And then with every record and their support, it's just like, yep, yeah, make another one, we'll put it out. It's like, <laughs> we haven't even heard it. It's like, I don't okay. care. Yeah. I trust you. That's like, holy what? shit. That's, that's yeah. a pretty cool relationship yeah. to have, though, if, you, yeah. if they've got that much faith in you. Right? Uh, if you think about it too hard, sorry, if you think about it too hard, um, it gets you nervous. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. And, but also, you're, on this tour, you're, you're on tour with, with Jessica, someone that you've obviously worked with before. Yeah. And it's something that I think Again, the kind of genre that you play, and obviously you've done in the past, lends itself to, to collaborations. Yes. So do you find that that's kind of an element of your work that you are open to doing more of, or do you think that less is more, if that makes sense, when it comes to collaborations? That's a good question. Because, um, I mean, I only know what we've done, and when we write a song and it's somewhat finished because like we said before it, it evolves yeah. even after we've recorded sometimes yeah, um, we always we always think about what could be added or what could complement it or who can who can we compliment yeah, almost so just call Jessica we just call Jessica <laughs> she shows up and does a few things and it's great yeah yeah, yeah holy cow it, but she's Pro. She's been She's playing music and touring forever, and yeah, yeah. we've always been fan of, of her band, the Mount Zion. 
and Constellation is the a Montreal label. Yeah, yeah. It's just like been fans for over, yeah. over a decade, like always looking up to these people, and then mm-hmm. now to like be friends and play yeah. crazy. So. But for the collaboration, it definitely it's we're open, but I um it's again sort of it's kind of again uh, I I hate repeating myself, but it is organic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's just like would you would you if it works it yeah. works. Or like would you wanna and. And actually, she was the one that was like, would you want to? And we're like, is, is that even a question? Like, we don't even have to ask that. Yeah, I don't think we'd collaborate with anyone. But, uh, but we wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be quite, quite picky, actually. Yeah, because no, I don't know. We have, like, a set idea in mind, but we never have, like, another guitar or a bass. Like, yeah. There's nothing else they can do. That's cool. Well, I don't mean that we can do no, everything, no, 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 but no, just like it. But what the violin does is a whole other voice yeah yeah Yeah, i mean for what we do there's there's yeah the violin is a whole other voice but we already have at least for like our concepts for what we're trying to achieve like we've got that covered yeah it's just where else what else if it's adding something then it's worth doing right yeah yeah exactly cool right so i don't want to take up too much of your time to, to Have your dinner. Uh-uh. Um, so oh, yeah. <laughs> In case you need more garlic, garlic bread, you know. Um, how I like to how I like to finish the show is to ask you guys what your favourite um, Big Brave song is, but with a little bit of a twist. Oh. So this might be difficult for this tour, but it's what is your favourite Big Brave song that you like to play live? So Matthew, uh-huh. as you looked quite stunned when I said that, <laughs> I'll come to you second. So Robin will go with you first. Live. Um. Oh my gosh, like. Big Brave song ever? Yeah, that you've ever played live. I think it would have to be on the Feral Verger record. Yeah. It's the Feral Verger song. Yeah. Any particular reason? It was pretty cathartic. Yeah. And live, like it's it's very very minimal. Um, I think it was one of our most for what we were striving for at the time, and even now, um, it's. It, it captures our essence. Yeah. Um, it's really it's smart. very provocative. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of one where we start really playing with dynamics. Dynamics, but like such a, it was very so sparse and minimal. And then Louis and I only come in for like two seconds. And yeah. Like, yeah. And we're like, shit, we could we could do this. We could do whatever we want. Actually. Yeah. 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 Like was, really, can we just like, can I hit a snare once and do a feedback? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So. We've yeah. been thinking about revamping that song. So. Yeah, cool. just sort of. Yeah. I think as we're like doing more and more, I think we have to at this point kind of step back. And yeah. Get, like, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Like we have to listen to what we're doing, and maybe this sounds weird, but like um, in our future writing endeavors, it's well, and our past, like we just have to respect where we're going. Yeah, of you know, like we can't just. Granted, we could kind of go anywhere because we don't necessarily have a de- de- defining genre or whatever, yeah. um, or however you want to say that. But uh, so we can go in any direction. But I think we need to just respect the the core, the essence, the the of of of, of what we've been trying to do. I don't know if that makes any sense, mm, yeah. but yeah. And then Matthew, for yourself? Oh, I really, I, I, I can't choose. <laughs> no, it has to, yeah, I don't know. To play live, it's, it's, 
like when we do three even I, I feel it's too short it's, yeah it's like a movie you have to watch it from beginning to end no that's not fair to just like there's certain parts maybe but yeah but even then yeah I, I could never play no, it no 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 I'll see you fine perfect yeah. guys thank you very much for your time I'll let you, you eat so your dinner ah. and I'm really looking forward to tonight perfect thank you thank you So there we have it, folks. Thanks again to Robin and Matthew for letting me interrupt their dinner ahead of the show. And as you can hear, it was a really, really rad chat. Um, I've got to say off the, at the beginning, obviously, we're kind of sat in sticky mics as people were kind of piling in and as Robin and Matthew were having their dinner. So apologies if there's a bit of background noise going on. I tried to do my best with the levels, as always, but I'm I'm a one-man band. I'm still kind of learning with these things but yeah anyway apart from that really rad chat with with big brave um as always you can keep up to date with what they're doing on all various social media platforms uh facebook it's facebook.com forward slash big brave music uh and then on both twitter and instagram it's big underscore brave underscore uh also you can keep up to what we're doing follow us on twitter at just underscore and underscore insight uh, and if you're listening on iTunes, please hit that subscribe button, give us a rate, give us a review, share the episode with your mates. Um, yeah, we're kind of nearing the end of the year, so I'm kind of spitballing ideas for, for next year, as I said. Got a couple of things that I want to try out, see if people are into it. But yeah, please, the more people listening to the show, the bigger guests I can get on. Not saying the people I haven't had on are big, because they are. I'm really impressed with the caliber of guests I've, I've been able to get on so far but it kind of opens up more opportunities for me that's that's what i'm getting at um but yeah i actually have a bit of time off uh coming up soon as well so i'm finally going to sort out the youtube channel get all of the episodes on there as well so if you like your podcast through youtube that'll be an option soon but for now ladies and gentlemen thank you again for joining me on the justin insight podcast and i'll see you soon mm-hmm.